Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Leadership Now with me, Dan Pontifrac. Guess who's knocking at the door today? Oh, my gosh. How excited am I? Ariana Huffington, who is the founder and CEO of Thrive, the founder of the Huffington Post, and the author of, get this, 15 books, come on, including Thrive and The Sleep Revolution. In 2016, she launched Thrive, a leading behavior change tech company with the mission of changing the way we work and live by ending the collective delusion that burnout is the price we must pay for success. Gosh, I can't wait to get into that with you, Ariana. She's been named to Time Magazine's list of the world's 100 most influential people and the Forbes most powerful women list. Originally from Greece, she moved to England when she was 16 and graduated from Cambridge University with an MA in economics. At 21, she became president of the famed debating society, the Cambridge Union. She serves on numerous boards, including Onyx and the B Team. Her last two books, Thrive, the third metric to redefining success and creating a life of well-being, wisdom, and wonder, and The Sleep Revolution, Transforming Your Life One Night at a Time, both became instant international bestsellers. Are you surprised? I'm not. Most recently, she wrote the foreword to Thrive's first book, Your Time to Thrive, End Burnout, Increase Well-Being, and Unlock Your Full Potential with the New Science of Microsteps. Ariana, your reputation precedes you. You have always been a human first leader. It's so great to chat with you today. First question for you. I did want to get into your recent partnership with SHRM, otherwise known as the Society for Human Resources Management, because together you've created a pledge. And this pledge uh, through which employers commit to keeping those uh, employee mental health and wellness benefits that were kind of created during the pandemic. Um, why, first of all, do you think we need a pledge and then the accompanying certificate program? Where are we at, I suppose, in the need for a pledge? Well, Dan, first of all, thank you so much uh, for having me. I felt very concerned and so did um, um, Johnny, the CEO of SRAM, that we were hearing um, that a lot of cost cutting was going to be happening because of the tough economic times we're entering. And we completely understand that. We just wanted to protect uh, the services around mental health and well-being for employees because such great advances uh, were made during the last two years, both culturally and in terms of offerings that companies made. And um, it would be really a shame to regress. Mm -hmm. And uh, because of the uncertain, challenging economic times, find ourselves going back on the progress we had made, especially during a time done that, as you know, um, we are seeing the mental health crisis being exacerbated. Mm -hmm. and, um, and we felt that, especially in challenging times, we need to double down on supporting uh, employees in terms of their well-being and mental health. And we reached out both to Fortune 50 companies and to high-growth startups because we are seeing, you know, um, hiring freezes, layoffs everywhere. 
And um, we had an incredible response. You know, I sent the first emails out during Memorial Day weekend. And here we are today with over 80 companies, including Walmart and AT&T and CVS Health and Levi's and Salesforce and and um, amazing startups like Aura. I'm wearing my Aura ring to track my sleep and Brex, etc. So we love um, the response and the fact that this is an ongoing campaign, Dan. Um, other companies are joining uh, today on, uh, on the website. And um, this is an, something that SREM is going to monitor and support companies uh, during these much more uncertain and challenging times. Oh, it, well, it's an amazing initiative which sort of begs the opposite question, I suppose, right? Which is, um, how much further do you think we have to go in terms of those senior leaders and the mindsets when it comes to concepts such as mental health and mindfulness and well-being and the resulting cause somewhat obviously of burnout? I mean, I guess, Ariana, what stage do you think we're at today when it comes to sort of corporate America of that awareness and and where I mean the pledge is so amazing, but where else do we need to go next? Like what what would you say is our our action plan? I actually think Dan that we have a once in a generation opportunity to redefine um, how we work and live, to redefine productivity, to recognize that when we prioritize. Um, employee well-being and mental health, we actually improve business metrics. That it's not like there is a trade-off between the two. And I know you talked to Tony Bates, the CEO of Genesis that we've partnered with, but Tony has written a whole book on the subject and in action. And we've recognized together in our work that when you um, make sure that your employees are feeling seen and heard and respected and uh, you help take care of their well-being, customer success improves. The employee experience and the customer experience are very interconnected. I couldn't agree more. In fact, uh, one day maybe I'll share with you one of the graphics I come up with recently, which is sort of the infinite loop. And in that infinite loop on the left-hand side is, is employee experience. On the right-hand side is customer experience. And at the intersection uh, in between the two is the human experience. If we recognize the fact that as an employer, that we have human beings that ultimately are our employees, yet we're also serving human beings as the customer, perhaps maybe that's the way in which we should look at uh, this equation. What do you think? I love that. I want to see it. Will you send it to me? <laughs> I, will, I will most definitely. Okay. Now, Speaking of Genesis and Thrive, so you're, you've jointly recently introduced a kind of a unique, innovative solution that's enabling organizations to embed the well-being tools directly in the workflow so workers ultimately can de-stress or they can reset or they can recharge in real time. I think this is uh, uniquely innovative because I mean, you're using technology to help employees see like we're, we're here for you. We know that uh, this can be stressful, whether it's a customer service agent responsibility role or what have you. Tell us a bit about the partnership with Genesis and Thrive and what this, what this product really does. 
So Dan, as you know, uh, contact center agents are particularly stressed. Attrition um, among contact, contact center agents is double other attrition. Um, and yet there is a simple solution um, that we came up with with our scientific advisory board based on the latest neuroscience that while stress is unavoidable, cumulative stress, which is the killer, is avoidable. Mm -hmm. So it takes 60 to 90 seconds to course correct from stress, to move from the sympathetic, the fight or flight nervous system to the parasympathetic. And uh, as a result, we created these resets, which are 60 second videos, or if the contact center agent is only on audio, audio interventions that um, ask the agent to um, take 60 seconds to take conscious deep breaths or to mm. remember what they're grateful for or to get up and stretch. And in 60 seconds, um, you really can course correct from stress. You can see the cortisol hormone leaving the body. Yeah. And um, it's amazing to see the result that that has both on the stress of the agents and on the customer experience. Because when you are stressed, how can you possibly be your, the best version of yourself? How can you possibly be able to deal with an angry customer or solve a problem when you are already in turmoil yourself? So that's the simple solution. Tony Bates um, loved the simplicity and um, asked his product team to integrate uh, Reset, Thrive Reset, into their cloud software solution. And now we are in market and really excited to see the impact this is having on the lives of a very stressed population. Uh, I love it. And uh, for me, having spent so much time working with call center agents and uh, directly, I can assure you that something like this is so needed because of that high call volume, you know, uh, call resolution time metrics that many organizations still have. And it creates that a really, um, you know, very pressurized environment ultimately for them. Yes, in fact, um, Genesis hosted um, an event today that I was speaking at, and a lot of uh, leaders um, overseeing contact centers were talking about the shift from focusing on just efficiency metrics to focusing on employee experience and customer experience metrics. It's, it's a whole shift um, where we bring humanity and technology together. So amazing. Okay, I have two more questions for you. So my penultimate question is as follows. Uh, I'm currently in the throes, uh, I suppose I'm a masochist, of writing my fifth book. It's not my 15th, but I'm writing this fifth book. And it's tentatively called, and I hope you like this, by the way, uh, Work Life Bloom. And it's the investigation, kind of the intersection between two planes. There's our work plane, you know, we go to work and leaders have to lead work, right, et cetera. And then there's the life plane. And so where I'm, where I'm going with this in terms of my question, I believe there's a natural intersection. Uh, yet employers far too often uh, focus, 
more more uh, concretely on the on the work plane and not the life plane. And so, what I'm curious about, just as I'm throwing this at you, when when you're working with leaders, and I know what you do from the humanistic side so well. What are sort of those tips or techniques that you're trying to get leaders and senior leaders in particular to consider as as employees uh, and their human condition? Like, what is it that they should be doing to help them with life, if you will, to bring, like you mentioned, their best selves into work? What should we be doing differently? Well, as well as our Thrive product with micro steps and resets and storytelling, we do leadership journeys, Dan. And um, the first um, priority is to ask um, the leaders that we are working with to put their own oxygen mask on first. Uh We believe that when leaders take care of themselves, they're much more able to take care of their employees, to be empathetic, to be creative, to be inspiring. Uh, But when they're depleted, running on empty, and burnt out, it's much harder to lead from what is best in them. So that's the first uh, priority. And then once they take their own micro steps to improve their health and well-being, to model it. Modeling is key uh, because we are changing an entire culture uh, that used to believe that burnout is simply the price you pay for success. So as we're changing the culture, um, it's really incredibly important um, to give cultural permission uh, to everyone in the organization. And that has to come from the top. Doesn't it indeed? Well, you have been uh, leading that way for your entire life, it seems. Everyone is on your coattails of the ingenuity from a humanistic perspective, and we can't thank you enough. So just this last question for you. You've, you've spoken and written about empathy and how leaders really need to wear that empathic badge, if you will, on their sleeves, on their hearts, if, if really we want to move forward in a, in a more humanistic work environment. So just last question, like what are your thoughts on how important empathy is as a, as a senior leader in the organization? I believe empathy is key. Um, it really is the fuel. It's a business strategy. Mm. Uh, we shouldn't think we shouldn't think of it as a warm and fuzzy uh, quality, but as something that can transform the culture of an organization. And now we know that a culture is, in a way, the immune uh, system of um, of a company. It's like if a culture falls apart everything else soon follows, as I saw clearly when I was on the board of Uber. So um, when we recognize the importance of empathy in uh, building a sustainable, caring culture, uh, we can prioritize it. And it starts with leaders um, taking care of themselves so that they can tap into their empathy more easily. So wonderful. Well, Talk about wonderful. This has just been a wonderful day for me. So glad to spend a little bit of time with you. Uh, We're all in your vapor trails in terms, as I mentioned, the way in which that you're resetting how we as leaders and organizations ought to be treating uh, ourselves and obviously the employees and team members that we serve. 
Where can we find out more about all of your awesomeness, Ariana? Thank you so much. ThriveGlobal.com is uh, the website. Um, also LinkedIn, Ariana Huffington, uh, tons of stuff there on the pledge, on our partnership with Genesis and Resets and many, many other things. Dan, I look forward to your book. Oh, they're so kind. Everyone, this is just a joy today. Ariana Huffington, uh, leader of all things human. Please check out everything you can about her and Thrive Global. Thanks, everyone.